Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, where we talk about musicals and everything that they teach us. I am Zane C. Weber, and with me at the table tonight are my incomparable co-hosts... Miranda Selwood. And... Julie Eisentrager. And we have a special guest with us here, who has chosen this week's musical, and her name is... Ellen James. Our Ellen... What do you do? Who are you? What What are you Me? all about? What do Who I do? I do lots of things. Ellen just wandered in from the street. Um, <laughs> and we went, you, you. You'll do. do. you know anything you about You are music? a dancer, mostly. Uh, I have heard A that. singer. Mm-hmm. Mostly. On top of that. Yeah. Uh, you are a stand-up comedian. I have actually done that. You are a ballet teacher. I was a dance teacher. Close. There you go. Yeah. You're just a little bit of everything. I've done everything. Mostly an actor, though. Mostly an actor. And yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And you have picked Chicago. I have picked Chicago. I'm so glad that someone finally did. It's great. Like everyone took forever to come out. Like this, nobody has done it in amateur theatre for so long because they haven't had the rights. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. And you're involved with the one. I am. At Savoyards. Savoyards, yes. We'll put links to that in the show notes. No one? No one's. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was like thinking about Chicago in my head. And not out loud. So like I'm surprised be. that it's taken us <laughs> over a year to get to, to, get Chicago, to Chicago on this Oh, m- I thought you were going to say for me to think about the show we're doing. <laughs> I think Chicago is one of those shows like, that so many people just accept as part of the, mm. you know, the musical theatre. Every, everyone knows Chicago. You know, there was a movie. It's all been done. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't need to talk about it. It's not controversial. It's not controversial. Yeah. It's just, you don't even need like to talk it. about it. It's just fun. All right, well, before we start talking about Chicago, Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about Ellen. That'd be great. (laughs) Okay, so Miranda is here. I am. What? I don't know if I'm up to singing the song. Oh, no. I don't know if you can tell, guys, but I'm a little under the weather. Do you want to do it for you? Like, I can do it in the style of Miranda. Could you? Okay. Okay. you you. Yeah, it's all right. A seven out of ten. Yeah. I tried to do it as creepy as possible. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That definitely came across. Mm. So, Ellen, which <laughs> musical character would other people compare you to? Oh, I really don't know the answer to that one. Um, I mean, I'm happy to give you an Who wouldn't answer. know the answer to that one? <laughs> Me. Okay. I think Miss Hannigan. Oh, yeah. No, fair. <laughs> That's probably fair, actually. Uh, I can't think of her Except name. Except that I like children. Is it, is it Patty Simcock? 
Oh, from Greece, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm bit. sorry. No, definitely. Offensive. Actually, no, that's that's a fair call. But mm. yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly because Patty Simcock is just very sort of friendly. She'll go up and introduce herself to anybody She's the and one start that talking sings to the them. Song in the movie, isn't she? Does she? Yeah, Patty Simcock. Think she does. Isn't I she think the she one sings "Brush a Brush a Brush." Yeah, that's the one. No, yeah. that's no, no, no. Jan. That's is it? it? Yeah, yeah, Patty Simcox. The, Patty Simcox isn't one of the pink ladies. <gasps> she's no. the blonde one. Yeah. Is she the, the cheerleader? She's the poodle she's skirt. Like, yeah. Right. yeah. She's the poodle Look, skirt. That's probably fair too. I see uh, not female but Leo Bloom. <gasps> yes. Like that nervous energy. I, in fact, energy. often see myself as mm. the the male sidekick role <laughs> in most musicals. See, I would say that Leo's the lead. <laughs> Well, fine. Try in that, yes. Whoever's playing, I think they're both the lead. The I think it, those are the two leads. Mm. Well, normally Everyone. I see myself as a sidekick, <laughs> not the lead. So there you go. But yes, who has enough. the transformation, Zane? Who has the transformation? It's Leo. I don't know. Max uh, transforms pretty quickly from an to get into to a uh, nice person ish. That song about the alley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, which musical character would you like other people Ooh. to compare you to? Someone nice, really, like, and friendly. That is not my answer. Patty Simcock. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? Someone like Cinderella in uh, Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Okay. She like stands up for herself and goes, "No, this is the life I want to take." Screw After a while, it takes well, her a bit. She gets there in the end, and that's she the does change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> change it to Miss Honey now. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Actually, I Yeah, think... actually, that'd be good. Yeah. 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 All right. Or Trunchbull. Just think about that. Casting-wise. Good role. Yeah. If I was a bloke. Now, what about your dream role? My dream role is, funnily enough, Madame Tenardier in Les Mis. But since I have just recently played it opposite, played opposite Julie in that role, I don't think I could ever do that good a job. So I don't know. Wow, way to destroy people's <laughs> dreams, Julie. No, she, she did such a good yep. job. Um, that or uh, Addo Annie in Oklahoma has always been one of my yeah, dream, cool. dream roles because I think I could play slut very well. <laughs> Country oh my slut. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I'm, Addo Annie I am offended slutty. by that. That's definitely how I what I took from when I watched it. Why do I think that Gertie is the one that's the slut? Nobody is. Can we stop saying? I'm just a girl that can't say no. I'm sorry. That's yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's definitely song. where it's picked. She's easy. Yeah, she's in a terrible fix. She is. Yeah, terrible. that's true. It's, she's. A, she doesn't yeah. go searching it out. She isn't like standing on the corner with her, you know, skirt up over her ankles, going, "Come on, boys." She would be now. Like if, if, that was, <laughs> if that was a modern day Oklahoma, that's definitely what she'd be doing. Look, if there's a modern day Oklahoma, she's wearing a toe ring. Let's just. Oh. <laughs> That all right, all right, call. ladies. Okay, what is your favorite Sondheim show? So, I have an affection for the one we just said that I keep forgetting the name Into of. Into the woods. Into the woods. Oh yeah, of course. Because I got to play the cow in my very first, <laughs> and it was amazing. It was the only time I ever got a standing ovation every night, and it was Aww. the best moment of my life. Um, however, I am also a fan of a little night music for the music. I don't know if I necessarily know the show. I think the show probably is a bit boring. But I also have so many issues with Into the Woods as a musical because half the audiences leave at half time because they've had a whole story arc and they don't understand that there's more. I have they just whole, don't so get like Sondheim. It's, it's a love-hate they relationship. They just don't get him. No. People. Fair. What's your go-to shower song? 
What do you sing when you're by yourself? Yeah. Stay in your room. Yeah. I'm just a girl who can't <laughs> say no. A little bit of that. I actually really love um, singing In the Rain. Huh? Oh, it's from West Side Story mm-hmm. and the guy sings it. Maria? Maria. Something's coming. Tonight? Something's oh. coming. It's called I Something's don't coming. know what it is, isn't it? That's the one. It's going to be great. That one I love singing that song. All right. Yeah. Good. And finally, the controversial question. Yes, I've thought a lot about this one. Oh, wow. Now, <laughs> this is the only one I thought ready. about. You have to delete a musical from existence. Never existed. It never will exist. It's not currently existing and it can't be Cats because Cats is already I, gone. I actually love Cats. <gasps> I know that's controversial. It was my first musical that I fell in love with musicals. That's not unusual. That's not unusual. Most people grow out of it. And you just complain. I haven't quite grown out of it. <laughs> But I will eventually, probably. Uh, no, I would like to delete. This will be controversial. Phantom of the Opera. Delete that. It's gone. It's I gone. Deleted. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The Babe, next. I'm with you. Yeah. The next on my list would have been um, The King and I. I also. Don't the like, King and I. Yeah. I also mm, don't like that musical. Yeah. I think that's the first time that's gone. I, I think. Could, I think that is the first. It time It could take gone. a good part. Usually, like people I'm. go uh, the Mikado before King <gasps> and I. No, I was. I Has anyone deleted too. the Mikado? Yeah. No, no, South people. Pacific is definitely. I don't think gone. South, who, South who Pacific went and Mikado. I can't remember who. Yeah. There's been over well, 50 of these episodes. Well, now it's your challenge to go back through all 50 because <laughs> I don't believe anyone has. Incorrect. Well, if I'm going to delete it right now, that's oh, right. It's you gone. can't. It's not, not your how that way. works. I'm doing it. No. <laughs> yep. Just sitting over there and your musicals taught me everything delete I know. It's going to delete it twice. going to delete it nine times. It's gone. No. It's like cats. That's, that's a shame. Second, second eliminated from the world. But. Really you like can't delete musical. the Mikado. No one will ever be able to sing Tit Willow again. Oh, no. Tit Willow. No. Tit Willow. Shh. Or the List song. I love and, the List song. <laughs> and no one else will be able to be, like, really racist forever. Hey, I was oh. really racist, JK. Except yeah. in almost every other musical I'm you've made very before. Look, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm coming Tune for Miss Saigon as well. So. No, that's on my list yes. as well to go. Let's do it. We're going to do it. All right, well... <laughs> Now that we know everything there is to know about Ellen, let's take a break. We will come back and we will start talking Still really about from Chicago. the fact that she's deleted The King and I. I'm not. I was in that show. I was in it with you. <laughs> okay, Julie, tell us about Chicago. So, did you know? I did. Oh, that did is you guys know? <laughs> That Chicago is a musical based on the 1926 play of the same name. I will admit that I did not know that. By reporter Maureen Dallas Watkin about actual criminals and actual crimes she reported on. Wow. I didn't know that until I read it in front of my eyes just now. Wow. There's been a lot of different adaptions of the story too. There's a few movies of the same sort of storyline. It's dandy. Um, so the Chicago is an American musical with the music by John Kander and lyrics by Fred Ebb. I really like those guys and like almost everything they do. Not don't they everything. <laughs> don't they still advertise this as the American musical? Like when you go to Broadway. I think there are a few musicals that claim the American musical title. But yes, they they still do call this the American musical, which is like it's kind of I don't know whether they're doing that like tongue in cheek because it is like people getting away with murder for fame. So it's appropriate. The American musical. <laughs> that seems about right. I mean, right? It, the the amount that it mirrors reality does go up and down over time, but 
I mean, it's it, currently on the rise. It's, it's pretty apt right now. <laughs> I, I think, though, it's more of a um, reference to the vaudevillian tradition. Mm. Yeah. And which is the style they wanted to mimic was the yeah. vaudeville style. So, sorry, again, music, candor, lyrics, Ebb, and book by Ebb. And this blew my mind as well. Bob Fosse. Yeah. I was like, didn't know you wrote stuff, dude. Yeah, of course Thought he you, did. Just dancey dance. He was a honest. bit of everything. What a man. Because he directed this. Skilled. What a mighty good man. Well, he directed He directed the... a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. He was a director choreographer. A choreographer. A choreographer. <laughs> well, he did well here. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't seen the original. I mean, lots of people did. Um, set in Jazz Age Chicago. Um, it's a story of satire on corruption in the administrative can't say that word. Administration, Administration. of criminal justice. Just uh, uh, why am I even here? Honestly. And the concept of being a celebrity criminal. Boom! It's like you're reading off the same Wikipedia yeah, he's page. Yeah, he took my notes. No, no, he just. I, <laughs> I always pre-sensate my notes to make sure that they're okay by sending him the Wikipedia link. Well, it's now called Chicago the Musical, but in 1975 it was called Chicago, a musical vaudeville. Correct. So the original Broadway production opened in 1975 at the 46th Street Theatre and ran for 936 performances until 1977. Didn't I get feel thousand. like it should be more. Yeah. Well, Does it hold records it's, and stuff? It's the revival that's run since yeah. 96. So that's now you wait the second on that longest one. running. Bob Fosse choreographed the original production and his highly uh, – wait, no, that's not even in there. And his style is strongly identified with the show. Following a West End debut in 1979, which ran for 600 performances, Chicago was revived on Broadway in 1996 and a year later in the West End. The Broadway revival holds the record as the longest-running musical revival and the longest-running American musical in Broadway history. It is the second-longest-running show in Broadway history behind only The Phantom of the Opera, having played its 7,486th performance on November 23, 2014, surpassing Cats. That is insane. Mm. That's insane? That's I'm going to say it's insane. Is that? <laughs> but also that, know, that, that was maybe, maybe three months after we saw it <laughs> on Broadway. I've been on the Broadway. We saw it in What was July. three months after? We saw uh, we saw Chicago on the Broadway. Yes, and we did. And why didn't you bring me back a souvenir key ring? Didn't know you at the time. Uh, and why didn't well, you bring me back a souvenir key ring, Marina? <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it was toward the end of our run. We'd it was the lot very of shows, last show that we saw. And it was a bit disappointing. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens when you've done 7,486 performances. Yeah. Well, but to be honest, a, that's what it felt like. Yeah. And there are a they lot just, of stories about cast members like moving around their place in the cast and just for fun because what else have they got to do? Well, there's one woman I believe who's been there since the since it. the '96, and yeah. she's she's played both Velma and Roxy at some point, and is just a staple in the ensemble. Mm, good lord, my my lord! The West End revival became the longest running American musical in the West End history. And Chicago has been staged in numerous productions around the world and has toured extensively in the US and the UK. And then, of course, you've got the 2002 film version of the musical, which won an Academy Award for Best Picture. Controversially. Controversially. Um, You've also, we had a 1981 Australian production of Chicago and someone else can cover that in cast, but uh, there's some pretty good cast in it. 
Yes, indeed. Was I in it? Yeah, oh. you were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 God, 81, yeah. I was so young. I know, you're so young and you're still playing Mama Morton, which is weird. Cut <laughs> cast from an early age, Miranda. I know, I can't help it. Um, so nominated for a whole bunch of things. So nominated for a whole bunch of Tonys in 1976. Didn't win any of them. Nominated for 10. Didn't win any of them. Didn't win any of them. Choreography. That is controversial. Bob Fosse, Fosse didn't win. for direction and choreography, didn't win. I'm sorry, no, what? No. Didn't win. Didn't win. Zane Who won choreography clicking. that year? Zane was it up against? Zane click while I tell you. I must that know. The, it know. did win, however, um, in 76, a Drama Desk Award. Um, For? <laughs> outstanding Lighting Design. What the By, hell? Wait, is that like the Jerry Orbach? Like music. Yeah. Orchestrations. Okay, no, Jerry choreography. Or- no. So Jules Fisher. best musical that year went out to a chorus line. Oh, all right. No. Yeah, I would agree with no. Maybe Chorus Line pipped them for choreo too. I would imagine so. Our best choreography, yes, to Bob uh, Michael Bennett and Bob Avian in a Chorus Line. The okay. Battle of the Bobs. But are you ready for the 1996 Broadway revival wins? Yeah. Win, 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 so, win. Drama Ka-ching. Desk, it won Outstanding Revival of a Musical. It was it won Outstanding Actress, Bebe Neweth. Outstanding Bebe. Featured Actress. Sorry. Uh, outstanding featured actor in a musical, Joel Grey. Um, well deserved. Outstanding choreography and Reinkin or Rinkin? Reinkin. Whatever. Outstanding director of a musical, Walter Bobby. Outstanding lighting design again, Ken Billington. Bing, bing, bing. They just really love the lighting design, don't they? Someone's got to. So that's Important. all the drama dress. The Tony Awards, best revival of a musical, best performance by a leading actor, James Norton, best performance by a leading actress. Maybe new with. Best Sorry, that would be for Roxy. Is that right? I. Yes. I'm not on cast. Best performance by a featured actress in a musical. Marsha Lewis was nominated. Sorry, she did not win. Oopsies. Best direction of a musical. Best choreography. Uh, best lighting design again. And then also won a Grammy Award for best um, musical show album in that same year. And then, yeah, the London Revival. Lawrence Olivia Award, Outstanding Musical, and Best Actress in a Musical was, ooh, Ute? Ute Lempa. Yeah, Ute. It's a fun Ute. name. Ute. Ute Lempa. But, yeah. She would have played Velma Kelly. Long running, very successful. I don't actually know. Ute. Ute. It's a fun name, hey. Let's see if I can find it. Hang on. It is a fun name. Ah, yes, Ute played Velma. So pretty. Poor Roxy, never getting an award. Well, BB won for Roxy. That that would have been Roxy. No, BB was Velma as well. Oh, really? Well, wrong. I was going to yeah. say, I would expect that Velma would be... Hmm. The more impressive of the two. Yeah, I don't know. If you had to pick which of those two was the lead, I oh, guess it's... I'd usually go Roxy. Yeah, I I'd believe go Roxy. She's, she's, I think she's listed first. <coughs> oh, no, not the first to appear. All that jazz. Well, no, you know, Velma appears Yeah, first. Velma appears yeah. and all that jazz. Or at least most, story it's most, line it's more first. of the storyline revolves around Roxy, Roxy yeah. but less so less so in the movie, but more so in the musical. A stronger yeah. character is Velma. Yeah, correct. Yeah. True. True story. All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about what actually happens in this satire of American fame and criminals. Okie dokie. Who wants to say 
what happens in this I'm nefarious story. I'm going to do the thing. Okay. Please um, do. First of all, I would like to start by setting the mood. Does anyone mind? Okay. Set away. These are the words that I heard. The house lights go down and the overture has not yet started. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to see a story of murder, greed, corruption and violence, exploitation, adultery and treachery, all those things we hold near and dear to our hearts. Thank you. Then the overture starts. That's what that yeah, was. That's the, the, so that's the, what it's about. The trumpets. All right. Well, next section. The trumpet. <laughs> so I, I don't hold many of those things near and dear to my heart. But, but I you think might have in the 20s. They're setting up a, an idealistic little world there where you do. Yeah. And so. All right. Let's get um, down to it. Let's kill let's some guys. Get down to it. Woo! It was considered so entertainment in the time. It is set in the 1920s and uh, centres mainly around Roxy Hart, who is an aspiring vaudevillian. All she wants is to be on the stage in the spotlight. Um, she has a not very romantic home life with her husband, Amos. Um, Before and, we go any further, yes. would you like to know the names of the women that this story was based on? Yes, please. Roxy is based on Beulah, Beulah Annan. I see why they changed it. (laughs) But uh, Velma is based on Belva, Belva Gertner. (laughs) Belva Gertner? Yeah. Ooh. So Velma Kelly and Roxy Hart, much punchier names. Oh, wow. Mm. Stage names. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I Googled the crap out of that. Google it. It's worth it. Okay, I'll get onto that in just a minute. So um, at the start of the show, we see a situation where Amos comes home and discovers Roxy in bed with another man. (sighs) What? Um, But he's dead because Roxy's already killed him. They've had an argument um, and uh, Roxy convinces Amos to take the blame for him. So what we actually see is the... The um, opening of him telling the policeman the story of what happened. Do you know what the really stupid thing is, though? Like when you listen to the soundtrack, as I did on the drive here, uh-huh. um, she kills him because he says he's going to leave her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like that's right. What Ain't nobody going to leave me. Yeah, bam, what bam. A rubbish reason to like kill someone. It's the 1920s. You just kill people whenever you feel like it. I also but think also, she was quite emotional. She was. He, that's he a good was reason promising to kill her like a hookup in like a nightclub, right? Like so she could perform. Yeah, it was like. And then he was, he was promises, like, "Well, promises. no, I'm going to leave." And she she wanted that, so it's like, well, then she got over emotional and. Yep. Mm. Well, she convinces Amos to take the blame. Um, Amos sort of figures out, "Oh, hang on, wait, what?" Eventually, but with the help of the cops. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Roxy goes to jail while she awaits her uh, trial. And she meets there Velma Kelly. Velma's already quite famous for having murdered her cheating husband and her sister, who she was in a vaudeville act with. So um, she's already been in the press a lot. And um, if you watch the movie, they play a little bit more on the fact that Roxy already knows who she is and she's, you know. Wants to be her. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be here. Um, It's sort of why she shot him because, you know. She wanted it was to the be, thing to yeah. do. If you thought that might suit, send her on the way to being famous. That's what being famous, famous people do. Yeah. I mean, Velma is represented by the famous or infamous, if you like, Billy Flynn, who is um, her lawyer. Turns out he's also Roxy's lawyer in the end. 
he's um, money hungry, celebrity hungry himself, and tends to um, win cases on sympathy. He yeah. tells a good story. Well, he he knows how to play into the the image of what a woman should be, and kind of build that up in the jury's eyes rather than mm. what these women actually are and what they're actually doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> Roxy, um, oh, in there you meet also uh, Matron Mama Morton, who is the matron of the jail. Um, she looks after her girls and they look after her. Yeah. So there's there's quite an interesting um, uh, economy going on. My kind of lady. <laughs> you also get Cell Block Tango in there. You meet a few of the other Mary murderesses. Um you don't hear a lot about the rest of their stories with the exception of Hanyak, who doesn't speak English and you find out later and is played often throughout the whole thing as quite possibly the only innocent among them. Mm. Um, so uh, we're all hanging out in jail, meeting everybody, having a good time. That's most of Act 1, really. Yeah, prison doesn't seem to be too much of a drawback <laughs> in this musical. It's great. Everyone loves being in prison. Um, so then we uh, spend a bit more time with Billy Flynn, um, learning about everything that he loves, uh, which is mainly women. Um, Velma's starting to get a little overtaken by Roxy. She doesn't like it. Uh, she doesn't like that Billy's spending so much time working on her case and looking after her and doesn't like that she's being sort of set back and taking second place to this new girl in the picture. Um, so uh, Billy organises for a press conference for Roxy. Um, there's a great number in there called We Both Reach for the Gun, which is quite a famous staging number with the puppet Roxy. Puppet Roxy. Puppet Roxy. So if you're listening to the soundtrack and you're confused by that song, <laughs> it's because Billy Flynn is also doing the voice of Roxy Hart. So there you go. Um, we also meet Mary Sunshine in in this, the section of the show Mary Sunshine is a reporter most often played by a male it's uh she's a, a very upright proper but also very sympathetic so very, she wants very she wants to believe the best about these yes, women yes. and so she is used by Billy to spin these tales of yep. of how these women have been hard done by and were forced into this action of they couldn't do anything else yeah she was hard done by Billy Oh, I don't know about that. Actually, I believe it's explicitly not. I believe Billy yep. actually turns her down. Yeah. Um, she does have a song, <laughs> A Little Bit of Good, which is occasionally cut from the show. So, mm. um, oh, pardon me. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that um, little piece of my nose. Uh, so Roxy is becoming quite the celebrity and she's really enjoying all of this attention. Um, she sings about it as... Most people do. In musicals. Yep. <laughs> oh, and in real life, surely. And <laughs> Velma seeing that, that you know, maybe she can't necessarily push Roxy back into her place. Maybe she can latch on. Sees, you know, maybe I need to get on the train and um, tries to convince Roxy that they could work together. It could be a double act. Just like her and her sister were. Because that worked out so well. It did work out so well. Um, Roxy is not convinced by this attempt um, and instead actually uses part of Velma's plan 
in her court case later, <clears throat> which comes up a little bit later. Um, they sing a song at the end talking about how they've really just got to um, look out for themselves. Well, isn't there a new girl that steals the spotlight from there them is. both? Yes. Um, Kitty, what's the, her full name? She's got Go a to hell Kitty. Name. Go to hell Kitty. Um, she, uh, had got caught in the middle of a torrid love affair with many other people. Um, she was also an heiress or. Yes. Yeah. Some, very, very uh, rich. Of pineapples, I believe. Pineapples. Yes. I mean, like own all the pineapples um, in so Hawaii. She, yes, but I also forget that that's even a part of the show. <laughs> well, so, because it is sort of it, passing. It's a it's, passing it's moment. Very passing. Um, she kills a lot of people in her bed in this sordid story. So it hits the papers big time. Um, She swans in, grabs the eye of Billy Flynn, who is now ignoring pretty much Roxy and Velma both. Everyone else. And everyone else. Um, So, yeah, they sing a song about how they've just got to look after themselves and and go it alone. Um, Roxy has a a shining moment where she (laughs) has a plan uh, just before the curtain. And she announces that she's pregnant, um, which gets Billy's attention back, as well as all of the press corps. And then we go to um, we go to interval. Yeah. That's the one. That's the word I'm looking for. So when we come back from interval, uh, <laughs> Velma welcomes everybody back. Uh, we get a uh, a little bit more of Roxy's story. <coughs> Pardon me, singing about her beautiful baby. Um, we we then also get the other side of the the baby story where um her husband Amos hasn't quite figured out yet that it couldn't possibly be, be, his. be real or his <laughs> um if it were so he's uh he's thinking that it is his billy is trying to get him to come uh to the trial but billy also has this sort of upside down plan of of making Amos realize on the stand that he couldn't be the father and and basically just all very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> huh? I'd actually have to disagree with you on that point. <laughs> he tries to convince him to that he's not the father earlier, so he'll divorce her before they go to trial. And then in trial he goes, hey, Oh yeah. The yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. She's right, everybody. <laughs> it's like she's been working on the show for months. Weird. And, <laughs> and I'm just remembering it from millions of years ago. Um so uh, Roxy and Billy have a big fight. This is the night before her trial um, and and Roxy basically fires him and says, that's it, I've had it, I'm sick of you telling me what to do. She has a change of heart when she realises she's really scared, she's genuinely scared. Um, and this is brought on by the execution of the Hunyak, um, her great rope trick. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets hung and uh, everyone has a little moment where they go, oh, crap, oh, that's right. It's not all Because Chicago's never hung a woman before. Until never now. Never hanged a woman until now. The first one from that jail. And so now that, now that it has happened, it is a real possibility for both Roxy and Velma. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Billy calms her down, says – you just got to do everything I tell you to make a big show of it and we'll convince everyone to let you free. And then you'll be famous and you go and do whatever you like. Um, On a side note, Mama and Velma sing a little song about people not being in front of 
the show anymore. That well, feels to me like, hey, these guys haven't had a number in a while. Let's throw one in. <laughs> Velma basically told Billy what she was going to do when she was on the stand. Yeah. It was like handkerchief and a garter. And, and Billy's given it all to Roxy. Given it all to Roxy and they're listening to the broadcast and they hear that she's done all these things. And so that is like, well, now Roxy's out of mama's grasp and she's used all Velma's best stuff. So they're going to sing about how people are terrible these days and they used to be so much better. Didn't she even nicer. take the buckles off her shoes? Like, yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah. Why I uh, <laughs> youngins these days? So um, the courtroom scene is is actually a very extended scene in itself, and you often lose this bit on the recording because there's a lot of talking in between and a little bits of song. Um, but it's a very funny scene, and usually there is one actor that plays the entire jury. Mm. And so they're shifting between all the different characters in the jury. It's very funny. Um, anyway, so it's worth seeing this whole show just to get that scene, uh, which you don't get. You get bits of it in the movie, but you don't get the full thing. Um, the other thing that you don't get in the movie is that song, Class, with Mama yes. and Vilma. And, in fact, they recorded it and you can tell the exact moment where they cut the scene and went from before the song, that was the lead up to the song, yeah. awkward pause, Here's the dialogue after the song. It is released on the soundtrack. I've seen it, yeah, yeah, and I've seen the, um, you can find it on YouTube. Yeah, the footage exists, but they cut it out of the movie. Anyway, um, Billy gets Roxy acquitted. She's announced as uh, not guilty and she should be really happy, but she isn't. She's so obsessed with the fact that she was supposed to. Because. Because. Yeah. Just at the time, as they announced you're not guilty. Somebody bang, bang, murders bang, 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 bang. someone on the courtroom floor, on the courtroom stairs. So, so all the press that was leaves. there for Roxy's they all left. left. Moment, yep. she's gone. Um, so she's left with nothing but Amos. Amos, <laughs> poor Amos, and uh, poor Amos gets rejected another time. She basically sends him on his way. Excuse me. <coughs> there's after, no baby. Amos. There is no baby. After telling him there's no baby, and he's and like, "There's what? no baby. There's nothing. There's no baby. There's no me. Get out of my hair." Um. Oh, it's such a sad character. Anyway, um, and Roxy's left by herself and then Velma appears and they team up and become vaudevillian stars. The end. The end. So the thing about the show is really um, the style in which it's presented. So it was originally called Chicago, a, va- a musical vaudeville, and it is presented as a series of vaudevillian acts. There's an, uh, a sort of an MC character, which is often either the conductor or various members of the band or ensemble who introduce many of the numbers. And uh, there's um, short skit-like scenes in between the songs. Um, I think that there's, there is this picture in people's minds of that revival um, design of the show mm. of everybody in black, black. underwear. Yeah. Um, but it's important to remember that that is one idea of the show. And if you actually go back to, like, I don't know what that original 1970s design was like. We could probably have looked it up before the show, but um if you go back to the vaudevillian um, roots of the style of presentation, it should have actually have, you know, a lot of colour and comedy and stuff, which um, that that black minimalist tends to strip out of it. Yeah. So strips out the comedy. A yeah. Bit too. It would be really interesting to see a, a version of the show that was in 
full glorious colour. Well, if you're lucky, you might get to see one shortly. Ooh, Muay Thai. Mm. Um, anyway, that's what happens in Chicago. People kill people and get away with it. Having just looked it up now, it, it is very black and red and silver. It is a. It's, I imagine as a Fosse show, and in the 1970s, it probably yeah. still would have been quite minimalist. So there's there's like a, a mezzanine stage with two staircases, two curved staircases coming down to the main stage, and that's pretty much it for the like the opening. But the sexy the whole show in sexy black underwear thing. Yes, still is is the revival. Well, the one person it? on the stage in this particular photo is in underwear. Oh, there's still some definitely some underwear scenes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll start talking about the music of Chicago. Woo-hoo. All right. Ellen. Yes. What can you tell us about the music of Chicago? I can tell you some stuff about the music of Chicago. I demand that you immediately tell me some stuff. Okay, I will. All right. It's uh, very jazz-based music, as you can imagine. Uh, and what I'm set in the 1920s? Set I'm in the 1920s jazz age. with big band with a big band theme. Although we did, no, we I mean. have just had a disagreement we off have. mic about whether it is a big band arrangement or a Dixieland arrangement, and I don't know the difference between them. No, so I'm going to arbitrarily say big band. There okay, is a big the band. actual the actual instrumentation is a big band instrumentation. Correct. Lots of brass. I'll give you that. But the and feel no of the show is more Dixie jazz than what we call big band jazz, which is that 50s, 60s yes, sort yeah, of sound. Yeah, yeah. That's the point I was making. Well, that's fair. That's okay, fair. thanks. I'm that's just right. looking up the orchestration. There are, lots of, <laughs> there are lots of songs in this. They start with all that jazz, which has to be one of the most famous ones from this musical, well-known ones with Velma and the Ensemble. not my favourite, though. Definitely, like, it, but it's but it's sung, so it definitely sets well the show. So it's sung so much yeah. because it isn't like tied into the story at all. Mm. It's literally just like we're singing some jazz. Yeah, it sets boys. the theme for the area, the era. All of it's that. supposed it's to good. be well, Vilma's performing the night that she shot her yep. her partners, which they make clear in the movie, but not so much in the musical. <gasps> no, yeah. sorry. There is a banjo in the orchestra. What? In the orchestration. That is correct. So Miranda might be right. Oh! But there's also. You mean my my arbitrary statement was wrong? (laughs) 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. It's very brassy. 16 reeds. Yeah. Just all of them. A buttload of brass. Hey, hey, Chicago, just say all the reeds. All of the reeds. But it's mm, it's reed heavy, not just reeds. brass heavy. Yeah. Is you know, there's a lot of clarinet in there. There's so much clarinet in there. Clarinet, it's like clarinet, clarinet, clarinet city in Chicago. They should have just called it clarinet the musical. There is. I've gone on a tangent. Clarinets, have a bit. Yes, you're not yeah. wrong. So getting back, so that's a good song. And during that song, they introduce, they flick halfway through the song, often to uh, the murder of. Well, Frank it, it does set Casely. the tone as well because it's about 
behaving badly. Correct. And it's just like, generally. let's just let everything go. Let's get drunk. Let's sing some yeah. jazz and do some debaucherous things. And Velma becomes halfway through it sort of like the narrator well, for what's going on. Yeah. You know what jazz is in the context of that song, right? Sex. No, sex. Ah. All then of the murder. things. <laughs> definitely, sex no, leads it's definitely to about murder. sex. Debauchery is the thing yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling your so- stockings down. Yeah. <gasps> Outrageous. It is outrageous. <laughs> uh, you then move on to Funny Honey where Roxy's like, thank God I've got an amazing husband who will take the blame for me. And then halfway through the song he finds out it was a friend of theirs and, oh, God, he turns on her yeah. quicker than that. Well, I don't know he knows he's turning on her, though. He doesn't no, until halfway He's just figuring yeah. it out out loud. Yeah. It, like that's the In thing. The, the cop is like telling, telling like, so did you know that uh, this is a furniture salesman that yeah, you, did you know the furniture off of? Did you yeah. know Fred Casely? And he was like, what? Yes, he sold us our furniture. <laughs> mm. My lying, cheating wife. And so it is kind of like them turning on each other in the same, yeah. the same song. Yeah, that's right. And she definitely turns on him. Yes. And then falls into the scene and attacks everybody and admits guilt, which she you know is never a great idea. Um, you then move on to Cell Block Tango. The most iconic number yes. of this show. Yeah. I take it back. It is definitely Again, that one. Again, still not say, my favourite. If you think of Chicago, you yeah. think of Cell Block Tango. Correct. Both, though. Cell Block Tango and all that jazz. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stand by Cell Block Tango, Tango, though, because too. this is the one that is in all the promo stuff where they're behind bars with yeah. red and blue lights yeah. behind them. Yeah. Pop, sick, squish. Uh-uh. Lip shits. Banana. 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 So this is this is basically where she's being introduced to all the other women. Correct. And that all of them have their stories of why like, they're innocent. Why why, <laughs> why they're they absolutely definitely killed their in husbands. Inverted commas. Then he ran into my knife. He, he ran, ran into, into my knife ten times. And, you know, and none of them are particularly just... justified. Like, there's no, there's not a lot of like yeah. violence happening against them. It's just like I they've know, been annoyed. That guy was popping his gum yeah. like over and over again. Loudly. And then there was another guy just sleeping around. And mm. Just sleeping there was, no, around. Was one of those oh, moments. What a you know, male thing that had lots of other wives. Wives. I mean, there's a big difference between sleeping around and getting arsenic poisoned. Is there, though? Yeah. Yep. What else? I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Why that. did he run into a knife? Oh, because, because he came and accused her an of having an affair with Milkman. Have you bought that gum uh, uh, one more time? Uh, 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 so that's the that's Hanyak. That's the um. And then obviously guilty. Velma. And then who's the last? Oh, the one that likes guys. He's artistic. He yeah. likes women and guys, and that's too much for her. Wow. Yeah, they are just really six merry bitches, aren't they? Yeah. There's honestly. Mm. Well, five and uh. Possibly innocent Hungarian woman who just can't speak English. True. Poor and lady. so can't defend herself or get or pay for The her. only things she yeah. says yeah. in but English. She does some cool Ariel. She does some pretty cool Ariel. Yeah. Just put it out there. And ballet, depending on how you see it. Uh, you then move on to When You're Good to Mama, which is sung the big song by Mama Morton, which was done very well in the musical version and the stage. In the movie, yes. movie version. Yes. Mm. So I just listened to the musical version on the way here and I was like, oh, damn, I think Queen Latifah like yeah. really outsings this. It's definitely a big black woman song. Oh, yeah. Mm. And like as we all know, I'm a big black woman. <laughs> Deep voice. Then go on to um, 
introducing Billy Flynn with All I Care About. All I Care About is love. and he All I Care About is a, giant feather fans. Yeah. And he talks about long sustained notes. And secrets. All he cares about. No. Is <laughs> 12 seconds. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> yeah, so this is a like, stop the show, Billy Flynn's coming I'm in. I'm here. Nobody cares about you women. They all care about me. Yeah. Ew, ladies, gross. And it is played up again like he's saying, like, he cares about these women. He cares that they've been hard done by. He cares about, but he really. really all he wants is the fame and the money that they're yeah. going to pay him. Yeah. That's mm. Um, then in introducing, uh, meeting Roxy and trying to sell her story, um, he they do a little bit of good by Mary Sunshine, mm. which is sort of this we talked about it before. The lead journalist, well, as it were, uh, she's, a, she's, lead. A, she's a lead in the story. What is she, a tabloid journalist, yeah. so she's like an opinion. Uh, she has a, she has a, a column. Correct. That she she follows the the crimes and she's very tender hearted towards the these women. Women yeah. put in these unfortunate situations, so um, unfortunate. which then follows by one of my favorite songs in the show, which is we they we both reach for the gun. I think this is my favorite. It's it's still not my favorite. It's definitely hilarious. We'll um, get there. Good we'll pup- get to my fave. It's great seeing an actress be a puppet on stage. It's very fun. I think I honestly think it is the ensemble interaction in this one because the the uh the interaction between Billy Flynn and the ensemble I think that's the build and the build and the build mm. and the build I think it's that's one of the few times that I think that the ensemble get to be present. character yeah. actors yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of dance ensemble in the show but I I think I like this one because you get to see them all yeah yeah act actoring actoring which is always fun catering uh, and it's usually great choreography too. True. Usually. Usually. <laughs> Often. Uh, then you go into Roxy, sung by Roxy, where she's pretty much just selling herself. And the, I'm going to be is... fabulous and this is going to be my future life now. Yeah, this is Roxy's that counterpart s- to All I Care About. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's also, also a little bit like of a shh. I find it a bit of a shh song. What does that mean? It just means shh. Are you telling the character to shh? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is her like, I'm going to be the best and everyone's going to love my boobs and my face. I'm going to be a celebrity. It's her I want song. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's her big dream song. Crappy I want song. (laughs) And then with you move on to I Can't Do It Alone, sung by Velma, after she sees that Roxy's getting all the fame and she's like, well, look, you need to come and be star with me when we break it off. that's number two on my list. Yeah, fair. Yeah. It's a fun song. It's a really fun song. It's a fun song when the Velma is also a very good dancer. Yes. Well, right. yeah, it's a, and it can, it implies that she's quite athletic if she's singing yeah. and doing these tricks that she's Lips just spitting out. And, yeah. yeah. And then um, as Miranda mentioned before, the new girl comes on the scene and both women are tossed aside and they sing My Own Best Friend. Right. Huh. Where they think they're going to look out for each other, themselves only, look out for themselves. Not sure I've ever heard it, to be honest. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't, it's not in the movie. It's not I in hadn't the movie. Heard it. hmm. uh, because there, there is like an instrumental bit in between where mm. you, you meet the heiress and that whole Billy Flynn interaction and then it leads into my own best friend and then it ends okay, with Roxy I, I having the baby. 
Yep. And, and then the a way. tag yeah. of all that jazz. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's got some nice harmonies. Okay. It does. Yeah. Beautiful harmonies. There aren't actually. a lot of har- There's no. not a lot of harmony in the show. No. There's a lot of singing all in together. Yeah. And there's a lot of um, singing parts in canon or at different times, mm. but but not a lot of harmony work. A lot of um, question and answer singing too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so that's the end of Act 1. Hurrah. Um, long Act 1. A long Act 1. Act 2 is a lot shorter um, and all the songs themselves are even shorter again. Uh, they start with Velma singing I Know a Girl, which I must I admit. I Know a Girl. I don't think da, da, I know much da, da, about da, da, either. Yeah. It's pretty short. No, she's saying she's basically bitching about yeah. Oh, yeah. Roxy. <laughs> I know a girl who can say and do anything and Everyone uh, yeah. thinks she's great. I know a it's girl that song. if she gets run over by a truck, she's fine, but I've got three broken ribs and I'm covered in mud. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically it's like, song. why can't I catch a break? Which then follows on to Me and My Baby. Me and my baby, 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 my baby and me. Ah. We're about as happy as babies this can be. is the most vaudevillian song in the show. Mm. I yes, think. it is. In my head, yeah. it's like, aha. <laughs> There's like a bunch of That makes me so happy, that noise. <laughs> There's a um, a great line in there where she says, "I was a one once, but now I'm a three. <laughs> yeah, she's she can count. Yeah, she's not. She did kill someone just because he decided to leave her. She's not the smartest <laughs> chook in the rack. Wait, what does she say? I'm pretty sure she says. I I could be wrong. No, I'm fairly sure you're right. I was a one once, but now I'm a three. That's a good thing. As in, you want to be it a used 10. to be just me, but now it's me and my baby and my oh, husband. Oh, <laughs> like, I thought it yeah. was like my husband only counts. She wants to be a ten when she's when she's pregnant. Her husband's only there when she's pregnant. And during Hawk that song, man. Amos keeps popping up saying, "I'm, I'm a the dad, father. I'm a dad, I'm, <laughs> a I'm the father." Oh, hey, everyone, I'm the father. We then which have, leads straight which into, leads into Billy telling him, "Are you sure? Can you count? She's due in September. You haven't had." Coitus for oh, more months that than that's required. Word. <laughs> You're welcome. Word. Um, and and he game. sings uh, Mr. Cellophane, which is a beautiful mm, song. Fella. This is a great song. And, and Number four on my list. Nora, I haven't been keeping track on the numbers. Um, you should be. Honestly, it's my favourite male-only song yeah. in the show. Really? Because, yeah. And it's a oh, quiet I moment. I think this song has been ruined for me by hearing so many teenage boys sing it. It's like, yeah. you don't understand what this song is about. Please stop. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it is fair. a great character song. Yeah. But I think that is why it is overdone. But, like, to be fair, a lot of songs from the show are overrepresented in cabarets and auditions. Yeah. And Well, when it's the only musical theatre song you know, like. The, yeah. There's a little bit of that, yeah. 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 I think it's a nice counterpoint to the rest of the act. This yes, song because it's yeah. a bit softer and slower and completely out of the realm of all the other Well, you kind of have been building and building and building and building and yeah. building and then this is like a little bit of calm down and then Before. the plot continues Correct. Um, rather than like building more excitement. Yeah. You then have a song by Velma, which is when Velma takes a stand where she pretty much tells everybody this is what I'm going to do when it's my turn. This is I'm, I'm going to win the jury over. I'm going to win the jury over by having a bit of a cry and asking Billy for his handkerchief and wearing my sparkly shoes. Velma and and just just let my skirt ride up just enough for just them to enough. see the rhinestone garter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, the 20s, am I right? Where she pretty much <laughs> just gives away all that she's going to do for someone else to take those ideas. Yeah. happens later. Um. We then, the next song is Razzle Dazzle, 
So is, this is after this is after Hunyak's the argument hung. and Hunyak's and Hunyak, yeah, hung. rope trick. And so they've had the argument. Then there's the rope trick. Then razzle dazzle yeah, is Billy going. Back. Look, it's gonna be fine. You just got to do exactly Correct. what I say. I'm Stop scared, thinking Billy. so much. I'm scared. Yeah. And it's the courthouse is really just a giant circus. With sequins and hoops and no, feathers. No, I love sequins and hoops and feathers. <laughs> Who doesn't? Where did all the hoops come from? Who knows, right? Mm. I love hoops. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> then there's actually a bit of acting, which is nice. There's a bit of acting. Uh, before class, which we talked about before. Which <gasps> That's is my favourite. Really, <laughs> number one. Really, uh, Mama Morton and Velma bitching that what is happening after yeah, Velma finds out. Now. Yeah, There's an interesting <laughs> point they- on class. In a reversal of roles, Fosse decided that the lyrics for a number of class were too offensive and censored by Kanda and Ebb's original version. Oh, no, he censored Kanda yeah, and Ebb's original so version Yeah, so basically he, he saw the song and was like, ooh, I don't know about that, guys. But then in 2002... Uh, one of the original lyrics, every guy is a snot, every girl is a twat, yeah. was restored in the 2002 in? movie. Like, I want to know what was cut out. Although the entire number was cut from the final release of the movie. Devo. Which we talked Holy about Holy. Not going to do it. <laughs> no. It is a fun song and also uh, puts a bit of a space in the seriousness of the courtroom. Um, and then we go into courtroom sequence by the ensemble, which is really them. Acting. Acting. <laughs> acting. <laughs> this and- is, this is, they had We Both Reached for the Gun and now they've got, well, this- that one guy. Yeah. He's <laughs> all the jurors. Or lots of jurors. Or lots of jurors, however they're going to play it. However it's played. Um, But it's a good fun song. And then it pretty much leads into Nowadays, sung by Roxy and Velma, which is their final hurrah without much leading or interest at all. There is more in the movie where they sort of say what happens, but this is just, oh, no, now we're here. And then we go into the finale with everybody. It's good fun. Yeah. So Nowadays is really them commenting on how they got to where they are yeah. by being pretty terrible people, but you people love it. So I guess we're yeah. here now. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. So, well, Miranda, you didn't say what your favourite song was. I like all of them. No, it's, good it's a lie. There's a lot of good <laughs> There's songs. There's a lot of good Hot show. Honey Rag. Hot Honey Rag? It's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I loves it. And that it's a very famous um, series of choreographic moves mm. um, in that. Including the bit where the eye is hard to describe, <laughs> but they're doing the fossy walks right on top of each other. Oh yes, it's, yeah, um, it's very famous. And, and what about you, Alan? Did you have a favorite? Yeah, my favorite is definitely uh, they both reach for the gun. Yeah, we all have different favorites. No, Alan no, no, and I had the same. same. Oh, whatever. Clo- closely <laughs> followed by all that jazz. Uh, I do love all that jazz. Uh, all right, excellent. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about who has been in this long-running show. Everyone. Okay, so fake news aside, not everyone has been in this musical. I am aghast. A lot of people have, though. I'm a gog. Anyone who can sing and dance has been in this musical. Would you prefer I do it by... People who haven't been in it? Yes, please. (laughs) By 
show, so staging, or by character? By character, by character. Okay, so Roxy Hart, the original Roxy Hart was Gwen Verdon. Yes, it was. Four-time. I concur. Tony Award yeah. winner. But we know she didn't win a Tony for this. She didn't win a Tony for this. Because nobody did know. in the original version. Uh, Stupid chorus line. <laughs> well, she was known for her flaming red hair and a very quavery voice. What's a quavery voice? I don't... <laughs> Is... I'm so glad All right. I yeah, good. <laughs> um, however, she also was married to Bob Fosse. Of uh, course she was. That's how they let her get away with the quavery voice. Well, uh, she might have played the lead in a number of Fosse shows. Damn Yankees, anybody? She did. Damn Yankees. She originated a lot of roles in Fosse shows. <laughs> yes, she um, did. But she was also known as a collaborator and muse for Fosse. Yes. Ooh. So he, she worked with him a lot. I wish I was a muse. If Andrew Lloyd Webber wants a fresh one. Is that the same? <laughs> no. That doesn't get you leads. On uh, so it's original roles, though. West End is Antonia Ellis, and I don't really know much about her. Um, Anne Reinkin yeah. is the original Broadway revival. Now, guess what show she was in when? A chorus line. She was in a chorus line. She was in the original wow. chorus line. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I knew that answer. What was she though, Miranda? Who did she play? A dancer. No, um, um, Cassie. Cassie. I was going to say Kathy Selden. I'm like, that was the wrong, wrong show. show. <laughs> it's singing in the Kathy, rain. It's Cassie. Cassie. But she's had a career, so she's been. She has had a career. Coco like. over here. Good time, Charlie. A chorus line, Chicago dance and sweet charity. Uh, and then she's she was in the West End production of Fosse. Um, and all that jazz, Annie and Mickey and Maud. She had she was um, had a very strong movie musical career as well as and you know actoring musical actoring actoring musical, yeah uh, movie career as well as uh, an, quite an amazing dance career. And she worked a lot with Fosse, so um, the less romantic than <laughs> than Gwen Verdon, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's she has often been employed since to recreate Fosse choreography for other productions, and was a big part. Um, her and Ben Vereen were were both in that oh, show okay. Fosse yeah, yeah. on West End. They recreated all of the Fosse choreography throughout that for yeah. for them, and um, she she became like a uh, what's the word? Like an apostle, right? Of yeah, Fosse. yeah. Spread the word, spread the gospel. <laughs> All right. Well, so let's move on to Velma. Now, a lot of big names here. So, Cheetah Rivera, yeah, the is original, the, cast, the original yeah. uh, Broadway performer. Um, Jenny Logan is the original West End. Bibi Neweth is the original Broadway revival performer, and Ute Lempa was the original West End revival performer. Ute. If you, uh, if you go through a lot more of the the lengthy casting, a lot of I will, Roxy's I, I've got a list Velma's, yeah. here of people who have been in it. I'm not going to yeah. go through every single <laughs> one because the there's a million yeah. of them. But it's it's not unusual in the long running productions for the Roxies to become Velmas. Yes, yeah. As they age up a bit, they turn into which Velmas. is ironic. During if you think in the show, that's exactly what Roxy wants to have happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so, but I'm pretty sure um, Anne Rankings also played Velma. Perhaps, perhaps. I maybe I'm making it up. I couldn't find. I it wasn't mentioned on her wiki um, that I read through, but maybe. Um, so. Uta Lempa is known for working a lot with Kurt Vile, um, but also she was the original Sally Bowles in Paris, um, which she won the uh, the best newcomer award. Uh, She's very big on the cabaret circuits, is Uta. Yes, big on the cabaret huh? circuits. Billy Flynn. It is Flynn. a great name. It's just a great, a great name. name. Jerry Orbach. There you go. Also a good name. One of the last bona fide leading men of the Broadway musical and global celebrity on television. Do you mean bona fide? I do. <laughs> Did he write that himself? Probably, yeah. Um, he pays a publicist <laughs> for that? Mostly a stage actor. Mostly. Um, um, there is actually a, a like com- comedic spot, stand-up comedy bit about Jerry Orbach and like when he died that he gave his eyes to like research, like, you know, like donated what? his eyes. So someone out there is walking around with Jerry Orbach's eyes. Weird. Go listen to it. Don't remember right. what comedian it was. The original West End was Ben Cross. Um, now we know, uh, I don't know if you know him, but did you know the film Chariots of Fire, 1991? Yeah. Uh, not by heart. No. Right. Well, so he was Bit. the the athlete, Harold Abrahams, in oh. that. Well, yep. That's what that show is. Cool story, good. bro. <laughs> and they sing that. Da, da. Song where they're running the chariots of fire music was quite famous. Yeah. Uh, The Broadway revival was James Norton and the West End revival Henry Goodman. And it is and remains one of the most stunt cast roles in every production history. Every production. So there was a while there um, that the Broadway production changed Billy Flynn's every few months. They would just get like famous people in to do a few months, and well, then it is off. it's a it's a tried and true method to get ticket sales up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good just role to do replace, that too. and is just like well, we'll just replace the Billy Flynn for a little while. Yeah, who someone was really weird was there just before we saw it, or was he coming in just after? I can't remember. Um. Oh, oh, he's like a um, a pop rap artist. Eminem. No, to rap. Kanye West. No, more pop. Um, I've got nothing. But in that realm. Um, oh Justin gosh, Timberlake. No, too pop. Go back. Go <laughs> swing to the rap side just a little. If you know, audience, please <laughs> let us know. Oh, I wish I could remember. Whoa. She almost got it, guys. You should have seen it her face. It wasn't Craig David, was it? I, no. I don't no, it wasn't. John Legend? It wasn't Craig David. It's the guy I always get confused was with. Was it John Craig Legend? David. I'm going to have to look. Chris Brown. This. Look it up. It's not Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> Amos Hart, originated by Barney Martin uh, and uh, the West End on the West End by Don Fellows. But the original Broadway revival in some perfect casting in my books is Joel Grey. Delightful. Delightful, yeah. right? He'd play what I, what I a think... tragic Amos. Yeah, well, Amos is tragic. It's yeah. a tragic figure. But... Um, what I find weird about it is Amos is so often pictured as the plump guy, clown, yeah. right? And Joel Grey is so wiry. I, I think he could get away with it. It just would be different. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with different. But nowhere does it say that he has to be a plump clown. It's no. just what has no. happened and what everybody thinks it should That's be right. because That's it was right. once. Yeah. Mm. And I do think um, the guy who played him in the movie is amazing at lots of things. 
and was perfect John C. for that Riley. role. Yeah, yeah John C. Riley. He is was perfect for it. He was very, very good. Very good. That's actually the first thing I ever saw him in. Yeah? Because I was 12 when the movie yeah. came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so probably would be. The other most John important thing you should see John C. Riley in is the London production of Oklahoma with Hugh Jackman. Oh, no. Where he plays um, tragic name. Quick, Judd. Zane. Yes. Thank you. You're not Poor Zane, Judd. Thank you. Poor Judd. Okay, so I have a list of people here of have who have been in it. I'm not going to go through their roles. I'm just going to read out a bunch of names, okay? Okay. Michelle Williams. What? Usher. 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 That's who I was trying to think there of. You just read that. I was trying to think of Usher too. I, was, I can't believe you had it in front of you. I would not have. Cl- I did. That That's was who not on I was spectrum. thinking of with saying Pop John rap. Legend, but I couldn't think of Usher. Pop rap. Pop rap. <laughs> Usher. Brandy. Usher. Usher. Brandy with an I. No, Brandy with a Y. Does she have a Y? I always thought that yeah. was an I. Christopher Sieber, Charlotte D'Amboise, Michael C. Hall, Ooh. Roz Ryan, Jerry Springer. Oh my God. Brooke oh. Shields, Nene Leakes, Deborah Monk, Patrick Swayze. Deborah Monk. Kevin Swayze. Richardson, Grenchard Mole, Rita Wilson, Alan Thicke, Melanie Griffith, Tay Diggs, Carol Wall, Chandra Wilson, John O'Hurley, Christine Petty, Ashley Simpson, Adam Pascal, Ashley. Amy Spanger, Lee Zimmerman, Wendy Williams, Samantha Harris, Jennifer Nettles, uh, Jeff McCarthy, Philip Kasanoff, Pasquale Alanardi, and Christy Brinkley. Some of those don't Chris, surprise me, but a I lot want of them to do. know all of the roles and who they were. But no. that's, I'll Google that myself. I, I they were Roxy not, and Velma and Billy. I Flynn. was I was going to write them, and then I was like, no, there's just too many. There's too many names in this for me to go through it all. That's what you're saying about them having three months here and there. Yeah, they just yeah. they would just short click hits. through them yeah. over and over. So yeah, so the, the big stunt car show. Yeah. So you get yeah. these names in. Uh, I I can only imagine Michael C. Hall as a Billy well, Flynn, but he would be a great Amos as well. Well, it was you. It, I, I mean, that's it's mostly Roxy Velma and Billy Flynn. Yes, that, that, they, that they switch around. The occasional Mama Morton mm. as a, a I would have celebrity throw-in. Mary Sunshine would have been a good one for that. Some of those uh, names too. I don't think they do generally. Mary, they Mary, should. You need to be a very accomplished vocalist to to do Mary Sunshine justice. So maybe that's what Tay Diggs. Did. Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm he would be He was Billy Flynn. I I know he was Billy Flynn um, for a good a good amount of time. In the Australian cast, we we saw um, Gina Riley do. Oh, so you're talking about the more Mama recent Morton. one? Oh, amazing. It, uh, there is. I can't remember who did Billy Flynn in that. I couldn't find the listing for that Australian one. There is a planned uh, 2019. Australia tour. I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. that's exciting. Uh, no, no casting has been. Oh, can released. I guess? Can I guess the casting? No casting we'll has been released. We'll talk about it in Dreamcast, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but the 1981 in the uh, Sydney Opera House Drama Theatre, uh, Nancy Hayes as Roxy, Geraldine Turner as Velma, Terence Donovan as Billy, uh, Judy Connolly as Mama. Oh, Judy Connolly. Yeah, good girl. All right. Shall we take a break? Come back and we'll talk Dreamcast because Dreamcast, the, the, the possibilities are this endless. week are endless. Okay, ladies, which role should we talk about first? Because there are multiple. I've got my list. Billy Flynn. 
Billy Zac Flynn. Efron. Yes! Done. Oh, my goodness. Didn't even have him down delightful. while I'm taking it. I, I, yep. I no. would prefer no. him no. as the... Uh, no. Zane oh. always just goes... He'd make a good Fred Casely. Yeah, Billy he's Flynn. the sexy one at the start. No, yeah. I love it. I agree. That's Zane where you get the shirt off. Zane he's the dead guy. always goes, that's a great oh. idea, but let's put him in a very minor role. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no. no, look at my shirt, Zane. What does it say? We'd cast and Zac Efron. And I'm casting Efron. him, just not as Billy Flynn. I have a Billy And you two can purchase your we'd cast <laughs> Zac Efron t-shirt at Zane, insert the link here. Just maybe do it in post. That's notcanonproductions.com. Just oh, go to the merch links. Yeah. Oh, Let's go to the merch links. Click any click merch click. links on the website, yeah, we guys. Do. Or in the show notes. I knew that. And They're just FYI, it's a real the shirt I'm wearing, which is um a ladies curvy on ladies the curvy in a, in a dark gray. Site, in a, dark a gray. slate, a little like a charcoal slate. It's delightfully comfy and I really like it. <laughs> it does look really comfy. What it's I so like comfy. about it is it's got a nice low neckline. Yes, that's so, it's but the curvy not lady so range. low but that it's low. like, whoa. Curvy lady. It's just relaxed. Mm-hmm. It's a relaxed fit. But, yes, usually oh. when we cast Zac Efron, we try to put him in a shirtless role. Billy Flynn, not I shirtless. Would, Zac Efron is more than be. you know what? a piece of meat, Zane. I, I, I Zane refuse to let you keep casting him in these shirtless roles. I'm going to say I think he's too young for this role. Me, I'm, I'm having a rant. You can't just interrupt a rant. What are you I'm sorry. The guest on the show. The guest. She can definitely interrupt a rant when I'm the target of said rant. Okay, please feel free to add to my rant, Ellen. Go. I I actually quite like um, Zach Efron, but I think Thank he you. would make. I think he's a bit too young for this role. Uh, that is incorrect. But all we need to do is wait a while. I think that'd be fine. Yeah, However, I think you, Hugh Jackman. If you've got Hugh Jackman and Zac such Efron a good in the same movie. For that. But I'm not going to use it on air. I'll tell you later. Okay, fine. Um, I would cast Grant Gustin. I don't know if you know him very well. He was in Glee for a little bit and he's oh, currently the Flash. Oh, oh, okay. He's got that tall yeah. look about him, which I think works the in Flash, that role. I thought the guy that's playing the Flash at the moment was on. Uh, yeah, isn't that the guy that's in Perks of Being a Wallflower? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so you're thinking of. Someone else. Am I thinking of a different universe flash? You're thinking of a TV show. Different flash. (laughs) (laughs) TV show flash. It's funny because I'm thinking of uh, no, I'm not thinking of Usher. I would put as my Billy, um, uh, and he's got such a long Greek last name, so it makes my job very hard. But Christopher Diamantholopoulos. That is a tough name, and I think you did well. Thank you so much. I don't know if it was accurate, but. No, that was not it. I'm sorry. You're thinking of Ezra Miller. Yes, I love Ezra Miller. Um, but yes, so he was one of the Dr. Potamas in Waitress. And I think he'd just be a delightfully suave Billy. He's also ha- has massive like TV and theatre and um, film credits as well. So you you think suave Billy? I want smarmy Billy. Oh, and every I would- time you say smarmy, I want a palmy. Smarmy, palmy, smarmy, palmy. Billy Flynn Alan has Cumming got to be. Is Billy Flynn for me. No. Yeah. Look, it's an interesting slant. I'll give you that. Can he use Not- his real accent? Because that would be even better. Oh, sure. I I guess. I don't think that's a deal breaker. Um, I think he's got to, he's just got to ooze sexy. I think he has to ooze sexy too. I think suave is a better adjective. Mm. Yes, yeah, you say suave and smarmy. I think he has to be. You say smarmy. I think palmy. I, smarmy, <laughs> palmy, I think. I feel like we've been here before. Okay, well, sleazy. I think all I care about is love. You have to have that 
dichotomy working there, like where he's saying the right words but the intention behind them is the exact opposite. Mm. But he has to look like the whole thing. Yeah. The whole facade has to look like that perfect. You think Alan Cumming doesn't shining do that? teeth kind of? What about Jeremy Jordan? What about Ew, Jeremy Jordan? No. I reckon he'd be all okay. Right if you're role. saying like Zach Efron's too young, and surely Jeremy Jordan's too young, then he looks a lot older. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, like maybe like a year, year and a half. <laughs> maybe in my mind, I just see Zach Efron in. All right, you convince me. Nathan Lane, it is good. Let's move on. <laughs> Would watch. <laughs> um, I had for or, 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 or Mary Sunshine, RuPaul. I don't think he can sing it. I don't think he can sing it. John Barrowman. He can sing? He can sing, but Mary Sunshine is a very specific voice and it's hard to cast for. I'm sure John that we've just never Barrowman. heard him do John it. John Barrowman. Well, John yes, Barrowman. that's delightful, yeah, but I'd also take John Barrowman <laughs> as Billy. I would just yeah, take John actually. Barrowman as all the roles. One man show, Chicago, John Barrowman. Yes. I all bet right, he's already got all now. the costumes. Dear Johnny boy, could you please? P.S. For those folks in Brisbane, John Barrowman's going to be back at Supernova in Brisbane. Can I come? I, I want to go I to there. I went and saw him. Did we ever put that photo up? No. Oh, at Gold Coast Supernova. And now he's going to be back at Brisbane Supernova in November. It is my birthday and I will be there. I want to go to there. Yes. We should all go. Can we have a stall, Zane? Yes, I should Zane. ask these things on air, but Can it's we? the best way to make it's it happen. It's a very good question that we will merch? talk about off air. <laughs> if you guys would like us to have a stall at Supernova where we could possibly meet John Barryman, send us your money, all that you got. <laughs> yeah, good. Or become a patron. On our Patreon. Yeah, become a patron. And I'm pretty sure there's a link to that on our website, right, And in Zane? our show notes. Yes. And on Facebook. This. And on Facebook. Things. Yeah. Thanks, Ellen. On all That's these right. things. We're very interconnected. But back to, to are we still on Billy Flynn or are we talking no, no, about someone else? No, we're talking about, we're Mary, talking about Sunshine. Mary Sunshine. Oh, Mary Sunshine. Because I'd said RuPaul. The two most like, important Nye. roles, Billy Flynn and Mary Sunshine. What about um, <coughs> Patrick Stewart? Mary. Uh, <laughs> I've forgotten his name. Like just for like giggles. Not Patrick. Like um, <sighs> Mr. Cellophane? MPH. Oh, Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. As? I got Neil the Patrick, Patrick Harris right. as Mary Patrick Sunshine. Stewart Mary Sunshine. very different. <laughs> I think Neil Patrick Harris as Mary Sunshine is hilarious. Yeah. I think Patrick Stewart's even funnier, but not for the right <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Could Patrick Stewart play Amos? No. He's too He'd do it very singularly. <laughs> um, yep. I had another serious one for Mama. Okay. Alison Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, I just yeah, that Queen Latifah is it for yeah, me? Yeah, she is for me too. Like she I can't, amazing. I can't picture anyone but Queen Latifah doing that. I have that to be very careful when I say Queen that Latifah. name because sometimes I mess it up and it's not good. Well, you should stop having a dirty mind. Anyone <laughs> else for uh, Mama Mort? Mama, ooh, oh, that's yeah. not a name. Um, but, uh, except that I'm terrible with names. Classic me, really. Give us a gist and we'll work it out. Is it pop rap? No, she's she does a lot of um she was on an idol or some of those shows. But where Catherine on the McKee? scale of pop to rap is she? <laughs> I don't I think she's more poppy. Um and then she Jennifer was, Hudson. Yeah, that's the one. I did it, guys. I thought Jennifer Hudson would be good in that role too. Aged yeah, up a little? Probably. Or yeah. now. No, potentially aged up a bit. I think uh I, I Catherine might have Zeta Jones. Morton. 
might be able to transition Mama Morton. <laughs> to Mama Morton. See, I don't think Mama Morton's a particularly age-specific role. Like you can have. I think you have to be older than the Velma and the Roxy. <gasps> I would say maybe comparable to Velma and <laughs> up. Look, not but, younger. Yeah. Yeah, at the same age potentially. Yeah. Uh, well, what about let's talk about Velma because I'm very strong on my pick. Oh, okay. Christina Aguilera. I don't hate it. <laughs> Carolyn O'Connor. Yes, obviously, yeah. Caroline O'Connor and Catherine Zeta-Jones can just play that role forever, alternately, and I'll be happy. Yeah, Caroline O'Connor is is perfect. For She's that not one. done it. She has done it. We saw okay. her right. when it came to. All right, but that's not your dream. Oh my god! Then. I just thought of a Mama Morton. Okay, go. Sure, 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 sure. Why not Meryl Streep? And Meryl Streep. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Why not Judy Dench? <laughs> We'll put okay, Judy Dench in it. I definitely want to see Judy Dench <laughs> yeah, play Mama Morton. <laughs> and not Maggie Smith. What is that noise? <laughs> I th- I, that would I be that a drill Judy next Dench. door. <laughs> Judy Dench would be a good Mary Sunshine if you weren't going to yeah. roll flip it. Yeah, if you, if you didn't want her to sing it. Mm. All right, Velma. So who's your actual Velma then? It can't be Carolina Connor because you've seen it. It's not Dream. It's a reality um, role. This is also where I'd put Audra. McDonald? Yep. Mm. I don't know if she can dance it. I don't know how what her ability is. I think the I think this is a good role for her. Oh, um, I see. I see. Actually, would be. Yeah. yeah, I'll give that to you. I had um, Megan Hilty as mm. Velma. Yeah, yeah. But, She'd be a good Roxy too. Well, I want her as Velma because my Roxies would be Betsy Wolf. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because they're very that. similar. I can see that pair. What about um? Because I can also see Megan Hilty as a Mama Morton. Yeah. 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 She's, she's definitely got the attitude for that. So it's not picking up on Mike, so let's just ignore the drill sound. <laughs> I know. It's but a song, like... but anyway. <laughs> oh, she's so specific, So this lady. do we have any, well, do, any particular <gasps> favourites for Roxy? Apart from Betsy Wolf, no. Apart I, from Betsy Wolf? I feel like I have a very specific style, but I would like Melissa Benoist to play it. Melissa Benoist. She was also yeah. in Glee and is now currently Supergirl, but she's also okay. playing um, beautiful Carol King in right. Uh, okay, in, on Broadway at the moment. Sure, I don't have a strong feelings about Roxy casting. Um, I feel like if any any role in the show can have a no name performer come into it, Roxy is yeah. is it for oh, me? Oh yeah, she's adorable. Uh, so I guess mm. we've got one more, which is Amos. Oh, I didn't think of an Amos. I mean, because he's again, Mr. Cellophane. Didn't think of him. John C. Riley yeah, is pretty, so pretty perfect. perfect. <laughs> pretty perfect. Um, I guess I'll, I would like to see what Mandy Patinkin, younger, might have done with go. it. I don't think now it's really an appropriate role for him. I mean, it adds a little something, something when the husband is that much older. Yeah, like it adds a little bit more depth, I guess, yeah, to Roxy. Well, and I guess she is, it is kind of out of desperation that yeah. she married yeah. Amos. So um, I reckon Alan Cummings would actually be good in that role. I think Alan Cumming can do anything. Um, mm. I would just really like to see him as Billy. Something serious. Um, you just need to have him on Instagram if you don't because he's so funny. Ugh. What about uh, like Brian Stokes Mitchell? Huh? No. Um, Brian Darcy James? Uh, yeah. Brian James Darcy? I guess Which Brian way does Darcy that go? James. Pardon? Darcy James. Darcy James? Yes. Brian Darcy James. Yeah. Oh. Good surname. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but for me it is John C. Riley. 
Those I'm, those were the two standouts from the movie for me. I find Brian, Queen Latifah. Brian Dust James and James C. Riley to be very similar in like type. Do you know who James C. or who I think looks like James C. Riley? Have you ever seen that? This is totally off topic. Sorry. Um, the uh, there's this comedian who does. Oh, this would be good if I could remember what I was talking about. Mm. This is usually me. Um, <laughs> he does uh, torn, torn. He does this hilarious torn. Uh, he kind of mimes out the song "Torn" by. Sure, I know of it. I don't know his name. I don't know. He looks just like by Natalie Imbruglia. By Natalie Imbruglia, right. he, does, he looks just like that guy. He has very good facials. If he could sing, he'd be great. <laughs> you know, a name that crossed my mind, but I think that I will be shouted down the moment that I utter it. For this, is Josh Gad. I'll take it, okay. but yeah, in a little bit. Yeah, I want to wait on it. Sure. Oh, wait. He's getting older every Could day. Could we then have um, Andrew Reynolds as Billy? <gasps> no, as no, as Mary Sunshine. Sure. I want Andrew Reynolds as Mary Sunshine. You seem so excited about that. Think about it. Really think about it. <laughs> um, but also, uh, and, uh, for Amos, because you know Amos is my role, so I want to you know you. cast it. No, I I'm, I don't think I could do it nearly as well as any of these people. But uh, James Monroe. Eagleheart, the genie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. also, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I didn't think of him for Mary Sunshine before. Titus. <gasps> yes. Titus Pledges. Yeah. As Mary Sunshine. Yeah. Yes. And then as Billy Flynn. Guys. And then as Amos. Guys, guys, I've just found on the internet. On the interwebs. The top ten list of best dancing singers. We can cast the whole show from this top ten list. Go, tell us. Are you ready? In which role are we casting? Number one, Michael Jackson. Mary Sunshine. <laughs> a very stiff number performance. Two. <laughs> number two, <laughs> Chris Brown. And I love that they've actually used a picture of him in his jailhouse. Oh, I guess Chris Brown will be Fred Casely. <clears throat> Fred Casely. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Number three, Britney Spears. Roxy Hart. Roxy, 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 Roxy Hart. Hart. That's yeah. so cute. Southern number four, tea. Usher. 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 I guess he's Billy Already Flynn. has been Billy, Billy Flynn. Flynn. Billy Flynn. Um, number five. All the single ladies. It's Beyonce. <gasps> well, she's Velma. Oh, Mama. Wait and see who else is on the list. I think she's Velma. <clears throat> Number yeah, six, Velma. Janet Jackson. Mama. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Shakira. Go oh. to Hell Kitty. She'd, oh, there we go. <laughs> She'd make a good Hanyak too. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say Hanyak. Oh, Hanyak. Because she can't speak English. We'd change Clear. it to like Spanish. And number eight, James Brown. <laughs> Uh, I guess he'd be good. You know, he'd be good. The oh, he's a band leader, yeah, or the conductor. Oh, that's a good point. The conductor has roles in this yeah. lines in this show. Yeah, he'd so be James a good Brown conductor, can... or or the ringmaster who does all the introductions. Okay, number nine, uh, Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. That's how every song's going to start in the show. I guess then. we're running. Uh, we've cast him. Mary Sunshine. We've got Michael Jackson is Mary Sunshine. Oh, that's right. They could maybe duel the role. Michael could. Oh, wait, no, we haven't cast an Amos. Amos. So I guess he's Amos. Oh, that's Amos. awful. Jason Derulo is Amos. Yeah. Um, well, then who is number 10? Justin Timberlake going to play. He'll Everything. He can be everything <laughs> understudy. Yeah, swing. Yeah, he'll be yeah. the swing. He'll be the swing. I just want him to go on as Velma. At least twice. At least twice. He could be. He could be the, the quote other. directly under Justin Timberlake's photo says, Justin Timberlake, in my opinion, is the second best dancer who is also a singer. He follows closely behind Usher. 
What a nice thing to say about someone. What a nice thing to say. Okay, well, that's been... Um, I do think, all no, that said, yeah. that Justin Timberlake could actually be quite an effective Billy, Billy Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think I think that's the charm of Billy Flynn and that's what producers have found over the yeah. years is that you can, you can throw anyone in there. pretty much get anyone who can sing and they can, and if they can dance, it's a bonus. Bonus yeah. dancing. All right, well, let's take a break. Jason we'll come back and we'll talk our top five lists. If Chicago were to appear on a or a number of top five lists, what would they be? Sexiest musical. Ooh. Yeah. I think that's I think it's a shoe in for that yeah. one, at least. Dance dance heavy musicals? Mm. I'd say top five dance shows. Okay. Just for its popularity, well known as a dance show. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh top five vaudeville style slash twenties mm. musical. Yep. Or Maybe those are separate, vaudeville style, twenties. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess there are a few musicals set in the twenties, but not many of it. N- many of them make as much of a deal of it as Chicago, Chicago does. Thoroughly does. Um, modern, Melly does. Yeah. What about top five jazz musicals? Jazz or jazz? Jazz. We've already covered sexy, so this is actual jazz this time. Yep. Uh, yep. Sure. Top five crime, mm, murdery, <laughs> crime musical, crime murdery musicals. list. There's a lot of there murder musicals. Lot. I mean, technically, Les Mis. Which is why I didn't go. Yeah, which is why I didn't go murder. I went crime. Yeah, fair. But like, Gentleman's Guide to Love Murder and um, curtains. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah, there are a lot of crime yeah. musicals. <laughs> mm. But this is the central storyline. Is is the murder. crime. Well, I don't think it is. I think it's, uh, I guess, highest percentage of murderers on mm. stage because mm. we've got, what, we've got seven of them? Eight, if you count uh, the heiress. Oh, yeah. Six Mary murderers, seven is Roxy, eight is, yeah. Yeah. Except if you don't carry count Hanya, you've also got the woman that murdered them on the stairs at the courtroom yeah. on the last day. Yeah. And potentially whoever else is in the jail. Top five <laughs> numbers. About the press. There are a number. Now, now, you think that that's specific. There are a lot of of songs about newspapers. That's fine. I want you to list them, please. Every day. (coughs) Top top songs about puppets with puppets. (laughs) Fake puppets. Puppets. (laughs) Top songs with puppets that aren't puppets. With fake puppets. Puppets played by people. Yeah. Yeah. Human puppets. Um. I thought of one and then it was gone. Oh, bless you, I think now if you are a patron of ours, you may have heard me put this on a top five list before. We both reach for the gun. Top five ensemble numbers. Mm, yeah. Such a big call, though. It is a, yeah. It's a big call. I'm putting it on mine, though. Okay. Just putting it yours. out there, just throwing it out. Like <gasps> Zane, stop throwing yours out there. Too oh late. Oh, I've got one. Top five longest running revivals. <laughs> Booyah. I think it is the longest running revival because. So it's in the top five then, isn't it, Zane? Because some of the other ones aren't revivals, aren't they? They've been running well, the forever. O- Phantom is the only one running longer than it, and that's the original production. So it is the longest running revival. Catherine. Top five American musicals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I think, is that very subjective? 
I don't know. Top it's five just, musicals uh, where they call themselves American. Oklahoma. But yeah. no one says Oklahoma, the American musical. It's true. Jerry Springer. The American, American musical. musical. Isn't that an opera? I think it's an opera, yeah. It sure yeah. is. Um, it's an American opera. <laughs> uh, top five most stunt cast seasons on Broadway. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, top five. I'm going to say top five iconic shows. So there are a lot of iconic moments, iconic characters, and iconic numbers. If you got people to list how many musicals they knew, mm. I would definitely be in there. Most people's top five. Would we say top five movie musicals of all time? Of I, all I think it would be on my list. I think it might you know, not be on Miranda's. It definitely be on my top five of current, like, new music movie, movies. Not like some of those old Singing ones. Singing in the Rain. Yes, yeah, but they're like older ones, not like. Modern ones. Yeah. I'd I'm, be I'm on my list of modern. Of all it would, time. yeah, I agree. I would be on my list of modern, but not including all, like old school ones. It would be on my list of stage to screen, but not necessarily top movie yeah. musicals. Because there was a period there where there were a lot of moving musicals, like yeah. Singing in the Rain, that were Greece. Just movies. They were movies first, yeah. and then they went to stage. Forty well, Second um, Street is another one. It was a movie first, and then went to stage. But so on the top five stage to screen, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be comfortable putting it there. All right. Would you? Yeah. You'd be comfortable. Yeah, I would be comfortable. Um, I'm going to put Amos in top five sad sack characters. Yeah. Did you say sad sack Yeah, he's a sack of sad. He is just a sack of sadness. He is. So I would maybe put Trekkie on that list as well. Trekkie? Trekkie from- Is he that sad then? Yeah, he's having a pretty good time. He got, he got time. picked on as a kid, and that's why he's like an agoraphobe, and he just sits up in his apartment watching internet pornography. Yeah, but he gets very rich, and it seems he happy does. At the and end. then he saves the day at the end because, and that's his story. <laughs> I would have said um, the gay one in that was a lot sadder. Yeah, Ron. Turning, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the name of anything. He was very ever. happy at the end. He was very happy at the end. Everyone was happy at the end except. Princeton. <laughs> Poor Princeton. Well, anyway, we've gone off track. Um, are we done? Should we talk about the lessons we've learned? Let's I take a we break. Could do that, yeah. And we'll do that. What lessons did you learn from Chicago, Alan? That you can murder people and get away with it. Not only get as away with it, like use it to boost sassy. your career. Yeah. yeah. My my was murder is fine if you get a great lawyer. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. yeah. It's all about your lawyer. I feel like these aren't great lessons. Chicago does not teach great lessons, but oh, it right, teaches okay. some lessons. Okay. i tell you a lesson that it taught me. Go. It taught me what to do when the fire alarm goes off in the middle of a show. <laughs> and it taught me what it's like to, you know, call a show stop and bring in the curtain and send everybody outside in their very skimpy costumes with the audience. Bye. But you know what? We got firemen as a result, so. Hooray. Did you put them on stage then? No. They're like pop no. six. No. Uh-uh, on um, you go. But it happened in the middle of Roxy and so we had to start the number again. Um, I got to hear most of that. Twice in one show. Who lit what on fire? Nobody lit anything on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smoke alarm in the sound lock was not properly isolated. Oopsie oh, daisies. No. Oopsie daisies. That's a familiar feeling. That wasn't me, though. I didn't do that. But I was stage managing at the time. So it was very scary when the fire alarm goes off. I learned so that jealousy drives a lot of people's careers, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. 
can do. Yeah. Um, I learned that Catherine Zeta-Jones was a tap dancer. Mm. When I saw the film, I was like, man, she was really good at that. And that's when I found that story about her being in 42nd Street and, you know. Being an actual musical theatre performer. Yeah. yeah. And she yeah. was also As pregnant if I didn't while know she did that. that. Yes, yeah, she was. Which I thought was very impressive. And she's always Welsh. So there's that. Always. <laughs> she never stops being Welsh. Well, she does stop being Welsh, unfortunately. But she's so delightful in her early stuff. Mm. Meh. Meh. Do we learn anything else? Do we learn anything from... The death of an innocent woman. No. Nope. No. A bit of humility, maybe. It's like, or maybe, maybe, maybe the the, the legal system's not great. I mean, nothing not we didn't perfect. already know. <laughs> the legal yeah. system in America is not great. <laughs> hmm. Who knew? Topical. In the twenties in Chicago. In Chicago, <laughs> it's the it's almost the twenties again. Mm. It is. Oh, this music will be a hundred years old. Really depressing thought. Um, I, I learned that you can that a show can really become defined by its style more than its content. Yeah. Mm. Because I mean, if you a lot of people who haven't seen a show, haven't even seen the movie, if you said to them, you know, what's Chicago about? They'd be like, oh, a bunch of women in their underwear. That also Fosse like image. That's, that's yeah. one of his most well-known dancey shows. Like he definitely defines what people think of as his style. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. I think of Sweet Charity. When I think of Fosse. Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of what he did in Sweet Charity is also present in Chicago. True. Mm. Rich okay. Man's Broke. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, babe. But, yeah, and that's and it's such such a part of that show. Like it, it's almost irremovable. It's like I was saying before about, you know, it would be amazing to see a production that isn't all done in black underwear. But it's very rarely done any other way because it's, such a part of the identity of the show. Yeah. And again, then like you... Amos, Amos being a returned sad man. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. Who occasionally gets Poor played Amos. by Joel Grey, who's not yeah. returned, you know. But can play sad very well. Yes, he does, doesn't he? It's like <laughs> his specialty. Yeah. Anyway. I learned that being the nice guy and gullible doesn't get you anywhere in life. It's Aww. true. Poor Amos. I mean, I think it's the gullible bit more than the nice guy bit. I think they they fool him rather than play on his better instincts. Yeah. But uh but yeah, that that is I think that's very true. Any other any other lessons from Chicago? <laughs> no. You can sit around Sometimes. in jail in your underwear and that's fine. Sometimes you have to be your own best friend. Sometimes all you need is a little bit of razzle dazzle. Sometimes I can't <laughs> think of the end one. <laughs> a hot honey rag? Sometimes you just got a hot honey rag it. Sometimes you know, it's just, just nowadays. You just got to charleston your way through to the, the curtain and uh, enjoy the ride. Sometimes you just got to tango in a cell block. Occasionally. Yeah. All right, stop now. Sometimes now, now. you both reach for the gun. Yes, yeah, sometimes you do both reach for the gun. Sometimes you have to be your own best friend, as Miranda said. Thanks for joining us, Alan. You're very welcome. It's been talking great to about here. Chicago. 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 That's, that's, that's not, not, that's not, not this musical. Oh, sorry. 
We just spent like an hour and a half talking about this musical. I'm sorry, Dave. So you're in a production. I am in a production of Chicago at the moment. I'm stage managing the delightful performance that will be on at the Iona Performing Arts Centre from Saturday the 29th of September till Saturday the 13th of October. Um, they've just released some new new nights for performance, so it's going really well. Um, Iona Performing Arts Centre is at Iona College, fifty eight, sorry, eighty five North Road in Lyndham, Queensland. We'll give for our Brisbane very listeners, Brisbane specific. listeners, very specific. Well, I just thought I would triangulated um, that location quick. Well, look, <laughs> it's a, all of this will be in our show notes, so right. with links and what have you. So uh, Savoyards Performing Arts. Boyard's musical Boyard's comedy, musical comedy society. society. There you go. I'm just Smacks. not good with names. Nope. <laughs> I don't think that's going to catch on. <laughs> Savs is definitely its nickname, uh, but it's going to be very good. Um, it's got a nice large cast full of some very talented humans. Uh, it is not all black and white. It is very much circus themed and colourful and fun. So colourful oh. and fun. You it heard it here, folks. Like all murder, right? Like colourful and murder. Fun. <laughs> And circus And uh, some friends of the show, the cast. Have we had Heidi and Kumaya on the show yet? We have not. She is an upcoming guest. Ooh, an upcoming guest. She's playing you can check her out before you Heidi have to listen to her babble on about <laughs> some musical or other. So she's um, Heidi Enkelmeyer's playing Roxy Hart. We've got Joanna Nash playing Velma Kelly. Joshua Moore playing Billy Finn, Flynn. Dana Casal as Mama Morton. Friend of the show. Friend, Friend of the show. show. Rod Jones playing Amos Hart. And uh, you'll have to come and see the show to see everybody else. Yeah, Ooh. go see the show. Uh, check our show links for all of the uh, booking links and yes. uh, for the website for uh, Savoyards. And, yeah, thanks for joining us, Ellen. You're welcome. Thanks, it's been Ellen. a pleasure. Thank you, Ellen. And thank you again to my co-hosts, Miranda Selwood. Oh, thank you. Julie Eisentrager. Oh, thank you. I've been Dancy Weber, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.